Luigi. Hello, Jeta. And how's your tooth? Well, I just got it extracted this afternoon, and it's painful. Painful. <laughs> hey, Nia. Hello, Gio. How's everyone? Full. Yeah. So we just had Tinola for dinner, courtesy of me. I bought the ingredients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went, I, I I went for a run. I went for a run. No, the Tinola is for Jaytan, because you know, like he said. He got his tooth extracted, so you're be- feeding me hot the, food. Yeah, and being the second wife. <laughs> yeah, being the second wife in this very very weird coupling. <laughs> I, I okay, guys. So what's up? Uh, we're here for our episode four of PG thirty. Episode four, not bad. We just uploaded episode three yesterday, but if you notice, well, if you're a, if you're a listener, <laughs> if you are lang, ano we had a lag, no? Nagkalag ba tayo? Yeah, we had a lag for a week. So, we recorded episode 3 last week. And, yeah, so we're not really sure when you're going to listen to this podcast. But, well, we're still having fun, right? Yes. <laughs> it's a long weekend, so yeah. we have more time, actually, to postpone it. <laughs> yeah. And I guess everybody's wrapped up in work. So, everybody's busy. And, uh, yeah, tayong, ano, we, don't, we couldn't really squeeze it in as much as we wanted to. <laughs> It's end of the month then, kasi so, de ba? Yeah. Works crazy. End of the month, so we're a few days until September. Merry Christmas, everyone, to all our listeners. It's Christmas time. Where Bye. did the few months go? <laughs> what happened? Where did eight months of By 2020 sep- go? By God. September one, it's already Christmas in the Philippines for our foreign listeners. Anyway, so what are we going to talk about tonight? So, we're gonna talk about money matters. So, things about pera. Money. Money, money. Money or the lack thereof. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Yeah, so, um, we're just gonna break it down into segments. Or how how do you, how should we attack this? Because feeling ko for a lot of people, this is gonna be what? Like a, is this gonna be a sensitive topic or is it gonna be like madugo? Because... We can't really cover so many things, but maybe, yeah, I mean, personal finance, how you handle your money, what would you prioritize right now? I think that's reasonable. You know, yeah. to and perhaps about. to some of our listeners na around 20 years old, parang, siguro, uh, this might also help you um, think of or uh, on your decisions pagdating sa pera. Mm-hmm. So that when you become 30 years old, you'll, you, hopefully, <laughs> unlike us, <laughs> you you are in a better, ano, in a better position financially. Yeah, and siguro we just don't want, uh, maybe you might want to like, uh, when you think about money, no, or when you think this podcast is about money matters, you might, oh, mata turn off na kayo, you're, you're gonna get turned off, and this is gonna be too technical. So I think we're, we'll try not to become too preachy. Mm-hmm. There are other podcasts for that. Like, if you want to listen to other podcasts about finance talaga, yeah. or fin- financial literacy. So, maybe um, our approach here would be more more personal um, from what we know and maybe also what we don't know yeah. about certain things uh, when it comes to, like, investing or saving. And and where we got it right and where we got it wrong. And what can we do about <laughs> it? Is there, st- is there still time to fix it? There's still hope, mm-hmm. Char. <laughs> My hope, 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 as well as things that we've learned uh, from our good friends, as well as uh, big decisions in life like uh, getting a car mm-hmm. or getting a condo, getting a condo here, especially in Metro Manila, even siguro getting married, no, or yeah. life or, stages like using yeah. your money. To coincide with a life stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think uh, uh, let's use let's use what we talked about in the last podcast as a jump off point. Like um, when you were in your twenties, I think. What did I, we talk about la- last episode? No, but in, obviously because if you listen to our episode, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you did, we talked about like um, a lot of things, uh, a lot of our experiences when we were in our twenties, and one of the things that we slightly touched upon is um, when you had your first small sweldo, what did you do with it? So maybe that's a good jump off point right now. Mm. Like when you have your sweldo, now, 
I know, should we start there, like our experience in our twenties, or should we like? Sure, I, I think it's it's actually a foundation of what you will be in mm-hmm. when you're thirty. Uh, mm-hmm. What you do with yeah. your money in the twenties, uh, especially if you ha- if you're in your first job and your salary isn't as big yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, basically in the Philippines, uh, you'll graduate twenty one, twenty two. Uh, depending on your course, and then you'll have the rush of money in your pocket simply because you started from zero. And uh, what ha- whatever amount that is, especially if you're living here in Metro Manila, that will relatively still be some amount of money that you weren't receiving before you graduated. Mm. So, right? how did you spend your money during your first work? <laughs> So for me, touchy, uh, touchy subject. Well, <laughs> yeah, but a very touchy subject for some, especially when you're already thirty right now, and uh, you have to look back and say, "Hey, where did my where did my money go?" Or you can say, if for those who are, who had uh, better financial decisions, would say, "Okay, this is where my where my money went." Right. But but I have a question though. When you got your first salary, did you automatically think about like, oh, I need to help my parents now? Because a lot of Filipinos have that kind mm-hmm. of, they have that mentality, or it was kind of imposed upon them. Honestly, I'm not sure. I I, I don't know. I'm on the fence about whether or not it's a good trait or not. Because mm-hmm. like with me right now, obviously, I want to help my mom. Like I, I want to like I wanna um, try to give her a good life. But I know of some people who. Immediately upon graduation, parang the parents are now giving them the burden of sustaining the family, and that's I think uh, that's a that's a Filipino trait, no? <laughs> that's a big topic to discuss, and maybe another episode of PG Thirty. But uh, it's a big topic, though. Well, because it's a it's cultural a cultural thing. thing. Ah, so like whether or not okay, okay. whether or not what happens uh, after graduation being a breadwinner or not. Or maybe also it will also tackle the decisions of your parents on how to actually plan out their life, because okay. basically right now uh, we're we're at a sandwich generation. What? A what? Sandwich generation. Not but why is it called? The so you have to take care of uh, your parents. Intimate. And then you also have to take care of your kids. Um, okay. So. No, but there's a double burden up and down. Okay. For the for for this generation. For us, for us. But I think our parents also had that kind of burden, then, because they had to take of take care of their parents, and they have also had to take care of us. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like, it's a it's a it's a long uh, it's a long generation to to talk about. It's a perpetual habit. It's a perpetual behavior. I think that's what you mean. Parang... No, no, but because there was some time in the history of the world where uh, lives were better. Uh, in terms of scale of economy, you earn more than the work that you okay. that you give. Okay. Anyway, sige, yeah. sige, sige. I get that. I guess. So let's circle back. <laughs> so where wh- where did we where did we use our money on? Go. I Ako, asked first. So, uh, well, I, I I basically in my first salaries, I had a portion of it. I think I I, I was. I was very uh, financially conscious back then, so there's a big portion of my salary going to insurance, to investment, and even to an installment to pay for a piece of lot. So I I really had it uh, what uh, sup- a super tight budget just to make sure that I I I spend a portion of my salary to these stuff. When did you start planning for that? College pa ba? Or like when you already graduated, that's when you started thinking about it? Well, I think uh, it's more of... I I heard about it during mm-hmm. college that you have to do this, you have to do that with your finances. Uh, money will be lost in the future uh, if you okay. just keep spending it on things. But more of uh, really... Uh, Educating myself, listen, listening to YouTube videos, listening to my friends, listening to some financial advisors, uh, and later on also becoming a, a a financial advisor. So, 
uh, I think it was it was a I was putting myself in a difficult situation just simply because I had a smaller budget to work with because I prioritized on other things like investing on savings and buying a lot so you would agree ba? would you agree that um, what you did with how you portioned your money or how you approach money immediately after college upon getting your first job it was more of um, self-learning sariling sikap like parang you you try to learn by yourself how to navigate these things yes i okay. think so because uh i did not come from a a, a well-off family so uh i understand at a young age that money doesn't grow in trees okay so uh i i was very very financially cautious of on where to spend my money on see that's where i know that's the, that's a not a, looking back para shit that's a pet peeve talaga that i have with our education system now like uh like maybe things like that financial literacy could be taught na lang sana in schools mm-hmm. maybe um kasi gaito in my head since my course doesn't really deal with a lot of finances doesn't really uh, math is very basic nursing. yeah nursing. yeah it's nursing so i mean like both of us like since we came from the same course i think you would agree that honestly how we we were taught about money is you only get money. You only get money if you go abroad and earning dollars. Uh, yung, yung ano That's how we were taught about money. So the only time we were taught the success stories of nurses um, earning a lot of money abroad, earning dollars, and like living their best life. But as to how to portion, how to budget, how to do taxes, and all of those things, wala eh. So parang I think I had a conversation with a friend before. Na parang sana that could be integrated more in, in, the, curriculum. in the curriculum. Because feeling ko, uh, or I feel that just finance, finance uh, students who take up accountancy, finance, and the math subjects, they're the ones who have the upper hand because they need to learn these things. But with other people, it's either their parents teach them or they, like with what you experience, you learn by yourself for most often, or for the most part. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people saying that you really, we really have to uh, add financial literacy in the basic education, even uh-huh. I don't even just college, uh, basic education in in uh, high yeah, school. Uh, well, I think yeah, element uh, elementary, uh, high school, uh, college. It's it's a uh, those are very important things that you have to learn in school to prepare yourself in the real life. Uh, to prepare yourself. Uh, for when you get a job, because a lot of a lot of, a lot of uh, fresh grads actually really spend their money on a lot of things, uh, coffee and Starbucks every day, <laughs> guilty, uh, <laughs> grab here and there. Good uh, first example. <laughs> there's a lot of things that uh, fresh grads really spend money on, which they they did not they do not necessarily have to spend on. Mm. Uh, Prioritization, yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes it's 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 brought about by uh, peer pressure. <laughs> uh, your friends would like to spend on this, eat out every every Wednesdays and Fridays, and drink outside, party. Yeah, party. <laughs> and, wow, Tito. And yeah, so I think these are things that a lot of fresh graders are spending on, and at the end of the month, they're either zero. On their on their pockets or even in debt. Uh, that's that's a sad thing because uh, you if you start off with debt, uh, and especially if you get uh, credit cards on your first years in life, and then you max it out and uh, you're you're perpet you're perpetually in debt. Uh, that's a very difficult thing to get out of uh, in your early years. Like I think we understand though that ev- like this uh, everybody's everybody's struggle in life or everybody's life story is different so um it really it's a contextual thing like maybe um some of them some of us some of a lot of people aren't born into wealthy families and maybe when they get their first taste of money some of them don't know how to control it and i think that's where personal um knowledge of financial financial literacy comes in but going back to you, Ikonis, how did you spend your ano, first sweldo? Ako, my first sweldo was, sabihin ko na, hindi naman ako ano, 16,000 siya. Tapos, 
13,000 net yung take home ko. Is that per cutoff? Uh, per month. Per it's month. Per month. Mm-hmm. But back then kasi I had uh, per dime, per day, na 1,100. Tapos, um, nakikitulog ako, ganyan. So, I get it actually per day. And because I was always outside of my base, which was Cebu City, I get all my per dime. So, it's like I was earning around 30,000 plus. Oh, pero back then, wala akong ano, I, I didn't have a financial, personal finance system or whatever. And I would agree with Jaytan, parang back then, you don't you don't really feel that you need to budget. Um just because you're not really paying for anything big also. Yeah. So, say for example, even if I have 13,000, ano lang ko noon? Actually wala, just food. But is cost of living in Cebu not that high or is it as high as Manila? Hindi ko alam. I don't know. Halos same na yata. I think it's like during your time. Yeah, yeah. I think it's almost the same. So, yun. Uh wala, wala. I, I, I just I just spend on things that I want to spend on <laughs> without without really thinking about it kasi nakikitira ako. Wala wala I don't I don't have pa naman credit card by then. Wala pang postpaid kasi hindi ka pa approved oh my everything God, prepaid cards prepaid cards <laughs> and stuff yeah. so yun um so when I, when i started talagang wala like ano lang spend lang whatever pero very cash based pa kasi so hindi ka pa talaga nai-indebt um i think it became complicated when i was when i got my condo mm-hmm. and i was on my third job so as sabi ko nga kay Jade, uh, sabi ko nga um, in the previous vlog, did I say it? I think more than half of my sweldo went to the condo. Went to the condo. So that's everything naman na just because I didn't um I didn't want to rent. I wanted to have my own place, pero malaki din yung burden niya and I remember before what I did kasi the, that time I really felt talaga na wala akong pera. So what I did was I got um, 31 pieces of small envelopes and then I put 200 so that's 1 to 31 and then I put 200 pesos so that means every day I only have 200 pesos to spend so you're working on a 6,000 peso budget per month oh and back then I was I was you're in Manila na I was in Manila na I, I was living in Pasig of course Hampton when mm-hmm. we were together doon and then ang work ko is in Malacanang Ah, yun yung malakan yung job. Oo, yun yung malakan yung job. So, that was the time na parang my breakfast parang 20 pesos kasi karinderia. Mm-hmm. So, it's just rice, pam, whatever. Bread. But, my, my, my question is, when, or, or what made you realize, or what made you take that leap and buy the condo despite the constraints that you experienced? Mm-hmm. What, what made you decide to take that jump? I think because, number one, I didn't have a system in place. So I didn't really, I wasn't able to track how much I was earning. And I, I wasn't able to, I wasn't thinking about how much I am supposed to spend <laughs> even after getting a condo. So my feeling kasi na, no, pag wala ka pang big payments. You're capable. Oh, oh you're uh, capable. But once you really start to shell out the uh, money. That's when you realize. Oh, oh and a, a big portion of your sweldo per month goes to that specific payable. That's when you feel the burden of the big, how do you call that love? The big purchases, purchases in life. So, pinagsisihan mo si Kondo? Ah, uh, siguro, <laughs> ano lang, uh, it, 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 it was really one of the constraints that I wasn't uh, able to apply for international scholarships mm-hmm. because the, yung lol kasi in between, so how am I going to pay my mortgage, ganyan, ganyan. I think yun lang. I won't say it's a regret. Um, it's just the acceptance, <laughs> awareness and acceptance of the, how do you call that? Yung kapalit. Yeah. Kapalit mm-hmm. ng investment na yun. So, yeah. So, siguro, yun yung first point. Um, w- what you choose to invest early on will actually have an impact on your goals in life, mm-hmm. even so, your dreams. So you you really have to think about it. And as I said in the previous uh, podcast, if you can talk to someone who can mentor you and, and can share, 
yung my experiences and learnings nila in life it would be really good because mm-hmm. back then i didn't i didn't have anyone to talk about or ask because um, there's still a stigma though do you think not a stigma but more of um it's not openly talked about like parang how because i know that a part of a financial advisor's job is to look for clients para bentahan ng ng packages ng premiums whatever but like before that happens like these people who do not know anything about or who have little knowledge about money like a lot of them don't actively seek out no a lot of them don't actually actively seek out um the information that's needed to make those choices and uh, yeah it's good because like full disclosure full disclosure jaytan is the one who sold me all my <laughs> all my premiums <laughs> <laughs> so at least it was good that early on i had a fr- i had friends like i had not, not just you but i mean i had a lot of friends are messaging me on Facebook na para yung para random na hi how are you if you're free to talk yeah, yeah. I'm selling insurance ginawa mo rin yun yeah I do I, I we do oh. that in the insurance industry uh, offering investments mm-hmm. to uh, friends uh, to family and I think uh, it's it's one it's one way of on our side it's one way of really helping people out na they could as you've said, maraming ayaw mag-reach out to people mm-hmm. so, to get this yeah. knowledge. And it's it's one way of for us to actually uh, educate people yeah. that, hey, you can actually do this early on in your life. Invest, plan for your future, uh, save up, and uh, educate yourself so that you won't have the, the same financial burdens as your parents had when they were at 40 or 50. Oh, that's true. Because like, despite like my mom, uh, she works in a cooperative and like technically it's like a bank banko ng mga sundalo or something so um, definitely when it comes to money she knows like mm-hmm. uh, she feels secure with the company that she's in but when I asked her if she had like insurance outside of the company wala and I asked her that no medyo ano she already got on in age na so she's not as young anymore and parang na, napag- na, napag-isipan ko and I thought na parang, oh if she just could have gotten something early on, like maybe that could have been a lot um, more. Se- uh, it could have helped her. I think it could have helped her be more secure with, especially with health, mm-hmm. health and life insurance. Well, the thing with uh, armed personnel na cooperatives, it's really big. It really earns big. So it really gives you a sense of security. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the challenge, of course, is. Uh, unexpected chal- ex- unexpected challenges on the cooperative. Mm-hmm. Well, so far, naman, medyo okay yung uh, naging mga performances ng mga ng mga cooperatives na katulad ng sa mother mo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. In line with that, even my parents, mm-hmm. they just got their insurance. Grabe, no? I think I don't know. What happened? What happened? Uh, no, I think Jayton can share his thoughts. A lot of our parents are actually, I don't know, they don't trust insurance. A lot of their money is in the bank lang. Oh, no, and tama. I have a lot of aunts who actually do not want to get insurance. As in actively, ayaw talaga nila? I, they don't believe in insurance. <laughs> okay, that's so, interesting. But I think it's because of what happened before in some with some insurance companies that they invested in. So that that's usually what they they bring up. Uh, they bring back when I suggest that they get an insurance just to make sure that they're secured or their families and children are secured, whatever happens to them. Well, just to clarify, uh, the, the previous bad experiences of Filipinos when it comes to insurance, it wasn't actually insurance. It was mm-hmm. on uh, plans. So, uh, life plans are different from life insurance. So, they were regulated by uh, SEC. And life insurance is regulated by the insurance commission. So mm-hmm. what basically failed in the previous years were uh, life plans. Yung cap. Cap. Cap yeah. is life plan. Oh, so medyo the the chat. Anong was these life plans prom- promised things mm-hmm. and expected that uh, their investments will 
uh, go positive and they'll be able to liquidate their investments and it be able to pay the 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 hold plan holders but the challenge was they they invested on real estate and with the, the company, nature, the, the the company. Okay. So with the nature of the real estate, mahirap siya liquidate. Mahirap siya benta. Explain mo ano liquidate. Liquidate meaning you you you, you convert the asset into cash. cash. So nangyari so maraming mga hindi hindi pa kayang bayaran kasi mahirap liquidate yung real real estate. Mm. And it didn't earn as much as they expected oh, as they projected so that was a big scandal no well it was a big issue because there's oh. there were a lot of filipinos who lost their money cap. Yeah. and who lost their money oh, my parents included i think so i think my mom did but we had cap i think everybody yeah. had everybody uh, had almost cap. everyone everyone yes, had yes. cap oh. before and cap failed the filipino people then <laughs> i think because it's too good to be true then you ano nila no yung mga plans nila well, so, yeah, hindi okay. na project yung rise in ano siguro. Medyo, medyo may fault sa, sa projections nila in terms of Service. cost of education. Kasi medyo mm-hmm. nag-spike talaga ang cost of education. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of uh, parents sent their kids to private institutions because they had the guarantee. Mm-hmm. And private institutions had a sudden uh, spike in their tuition, tuition fees mm-hmm. with a lot of things that happened. Alright. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. But it's very concerning for for some of my my aunts and uncles who actually do not believe in insurance or do not want to get one. Mm-hmm. Because I have a lot of aunts and aunties also. Aunties and uncles. <laughs> aunts and aunties. Aunts and aunties. Oh my. That, when something happens to them, and since they, they don't have an insurance and even a death plan, yung burden of the financial burden is really shouldered by the children. So forget that. Oh, but I think it's also nasa culture din ng ng Filipinos na when something happens na like that, everyone chips in. Oh, pitches in. Oh, but um, ako personally parang I would rather na ako personally will find ways to you know, to be able to invest in that para whatever happens to me, health-wise, life-wise. <laughs> Alam mo yun, hindi na ma-burden si Jaytan, yung asawa ko, or my parents, or my children ako. So when it comes to insure, going back to insurance na, no? like for somebody starting out, having their first sweldo, um, if you want to be smart about your money, and knowing what you know now, what do you think could be like the first reasonable thing na pwede mong gawin with that money apart from like spending it and enjoying your life. Mm-hmm. What do you think is reasonable to like parang yeah, to just help preserve it or help preserve it, a smart move to build a portfolio, I don't know. I, I I'm asking this because I also don't know. Well, for me as a as a first-time jobber, jobber. Let's say employee. Right? <laughs> first time jobber. Uh, or first time or first jobber. What? Someone in in second half. Understood. Right. Understood. <laughs> so I think okay, it, anyway, the, yeah. the first thing that you have to really uh, put your money to onto is an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of things that you wouldn't really expect happening in the coming uh, in the coming years of your life. So uh, it would really help you a lot in terms of. Uh, making decisions when you have a safety net mm-hmm. for an emergency fund. So, uh, it would be nice to to put some 10% of your monthly salary building up that uh, emergency fund, which is somehow, maybe it can be th- 3 months worth of your salary or 6 months worth of your salary. Uh, it really depends on you. Mm-hmm. Then I think uh, an insurance will uh, be a good decision as well. As a second thing, after the emergency fund and insurance, which will also uh, can be, which can also be uh, an insurance and an investment together. So it's this what we call usually as VUL. VUL, yeah. 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 So VUL. So it gives you the opportunity to actually invest while securing securing your 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 uh, family. Mm-hmm. Na meron sila makuha one once you die. 
I mean that that uh, that talk of stocks, bonds, uh, UITFs, VOLs. That's like in the realm of like financial literacy, na talaga. So maybe let's not go into that. But I think it's also important for us to still take note that there are options out there, mm-hmm. depending on what your priorities are. But I think um, and basically, and they yeah. can they can talk to someone they trust. Mm-hmm. I think, um, ako personally, what what I would advise is. If you can find a financial advisor that yeah. is actually a, a financial advisor <laughs> that can advise you in... Wait, you mean registered? Not not really. Meron kasi mga financial advisor na talagang nagbebenta lang ng insurance. But I think a lot of people are actually looking at like a... Someone a, a manager. Who can, who can like, advise uh, them when talking about finance. So not necessarily... Every time you meet with the person, for example, benta. kayo kayo yeah. ni Jayton, uh-huh. like you meet, for example, if you have questions about stocks, mm-hmm. uh, you have questions about investing in a condo, investing in a on a car, the financial advisor can actually give you advice and some thoughts on on matters regarding finance. Okay. Not necessarily na you you just talk to your financial advisor mm-hmm. just because he or she is selling. A, uh, an insurance plan, parang ganon. Yeah, I so, get that. I hope, I I just I wish you find yung mga listeners natin, you find someone like that, someone you can trust, and someone that can really advise you pagdating sa finance matters, not not specifically lang sa insurance, but on other matters that that you plan to put your money into. And I think onto. and I think there's not there's not a shortage of that. There isn't a shortage because a lot of people are actually you doing going into that as like a sideline they have mm-hmm. they have their first jobs but they also want to get additional income by also doing that which i think is really good yeah but i don't know lang um, there's a lot of people kasi na who are who are into it just to sell, sell the insurance so look for a financial advisor that will be able to talk to you about the painful truths about uh managing your finances managing your fina- finances truth, truth. Diba? so <laughs> Kasi minsan kasi parang okay uh, wala lang it ito it sasabihin sasabihin lang sa iyo na ito yung magandang product uh, Ginawa mo ba yun sa akin? Alin? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Ang ng discussion natin ng first Nakalimutan ko na nga eh. Yeah, that is sa, sa, sa BGC. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sa Genos ano. Oh, in fairness, kahit na kahit na ang liit ng sweldo ko nung kumuha na ako ng insurance noon. Yeah. Ang, yun nga, I I think yung someone talaga that you can trust na hindi ka ipo-push to get a, a big premium insurance na hindi naman kaya ng budget mo or yeah. hindi advisable. Well, may, maybe kaya pero makikita, makikita naman ng financial advisor na pag kinuha mo to possibly na mahihirapan ka in the coming years. <laughs> yeah. Oo. So, And I don't know, meron bang mga marami bang financial advisor na hindi familiar with stocks? Marami naman Marami kasi naman. kasi ang pinaka uh, kasi kung with, with the lax na term na financial advisor a lot of them come from uh, insurance mm. 'di ba? Mm. So these financial advisor they only go through what so may, may ibang companies nga na one day lang yung training and financial so that's that's, that's literally literally training them to be sales people lang talaga. Yes. Mm-hmm. And okay. training them on the products na binibenta ng company. Uh, well, sa akin, uh, I, I'm proud to say na in our company, yung time ko, we went through what? Two weeks of rigorous training and then may one week na other, my products ba? Etc. So, and also, it's really also, sa side din ng financial advisor, you also have to, ano eh, parang, equip yourself. So, I, I, I went through registered financial planners na program mm-hmm. and then, syempre, basa ka rin and really, ano, really learn more about investing and financial planning. Next question, uh, because I'm also basing this on my experience. Um, if you were, should, okay, what, how should I phrase this? Medyo nako-confuse na rin ako. Oh, um, health insurance and life insurance, right? Those are two different things, diba? Yes. Um, if I were to choose only one muna, what should I go for first? Especially for those who, like, wanna start 
building their portfolios, but they don't have the budget to pay for both? What should I go to first? Well, one thing, if if you're employed, mm-hmm. and may HMO ka naman, uh-huh. I'll go for life insurance. Muna. Muna. Uh, kasi, Pero, kasi employers don't offer life insurance. Yes. Okay. Pero kapag self-employed ka, I'll, I'll suggest that you go for HMO first. Mm-hmm. It's super mahal magkasakit. That's true. Uh, coming from a personal experience, super mahal talaga magkasakit. And health insurance is is really a different thing from the HMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so guys, for those who are listening, just make sure na understand the reality na health insurance is very different from HMO. So HMO has a HMO. Sorry. HMO has a totally different scope. <laughs> para sa para sa ano taking care of your hospital bills taking of mm-hmm. taking care of your checkup uh, general pa- physical etc etc oh. et mm-hmm. so health insurance while they are also beneficial when it comes to hospitalization iba pa rin ang nagagawa ng HMO and tama naman diba that health insurance is most of the time activated only when nagkasakit ka na it's like your safety net when you need actually yeah. usually you know, pag na-admit right pag na-admit ka na if you're if you oh. you have your you, your sickness now falls under their checklist of approved sicknesses that they can cover mm-hmm. that's when health insurance comes in so as but tama naman diba if you keep yourself healthy with what you're doing with the HMO packages like uh, physical checkups etc etc um you're paying for health insurance but you don't necessarily have to use it tama ba tama bang pagkakaintindi ko well hindi mo rin mo predict kasi minsan kasi mm-hmm. kahit gano mo gano mo take care sa sarili mo magkakasakit ka rin yeah. um, unexpectedly pero HMO kasi takes care of the checkups uh-huh. the consultations uh-huh. the labs the laboratories uh-huh. the tests meron meron nga even the medications and, uh-huh. and and some packages take care of medication so uh yun so i think uh, most most of the uh, health insurance depending kasi sa company may iba't ibang products so mm-hmm. I cannot generalize all the ano, health insurances out there. Pero, just make sure to understand the difference about the health insurance being offered to you and the HMO that you have or may not have that you could also consider on availing. Yeah. Okay. And the thing also when choosing your HMO and even the insurance is make sure to ask the process of claiming. Um, say, for example, we we got an HMO that is parang mas mura yata siya or I don't know if it's a, it's like a it's a, there's it's an added value to a life insurance pero yung previous mo oo pero as in sobrang hirap i-claim that's like uh, I went to medical city for a checkup and I cannot find the coordinator for the HMO. Sino so, yan? Pangalanan natin. <laughs> <laughs> Pero I, I went at, well, to my friends who are listening, you can you can talk to me naman if, if you need advice or <laughs> personal na lang yung sharing. So what I, so apparently yung HMO na yun, yung coordinator ay Sino naka-assign yan? sa isang doctor, sa secretary ng isang doctor. So I had to find that doctor. What? Hindi oh, siya ano? Wala silang office. office. So I went there, tapos pagdating, ay ma mula na dito nasa OR which is in another building. What? So I went to the to the ano, to the desk dun sa OR which is sobrang layo dun sa checkup area. And ang ending hindi rin siya na cover. <laughs> so they... So I spent the entire day looking for that person and trying to process my ano, my claims para I don't pay enough for the checkup ending wala and i just wasted a lot of time wait but um clarify ko lang that hm hmo hm hmo <laughs> hindi siya main hindi siya one of the big ones yeah but i mean that was company company given company, eh. that, that's part oh, of the company package oh, oh. so i yun talaga parang did you report that to the company yes yes i did hmm. and they actually inquired kasi parang that time a lot they na, nag-expire din yung contract nung hmo na yon sa mga clinics na parating pinupuntahan. So, yun, sobrang <laughs> sobrang nahirapan. So, yun lang. Parang, say, for example, if you get a 
MaxiCare and the Medicard, you know that they're they have big offices. Yeah, they have in, big offices. In a lot of hospitals. So mas madale. Huh? No, I'm, I'm, I'm whispering kung sino <laughs> yung HMO na pinag-uusapan niya. So, Ayun, so, so this... consider it lang, consider it lang. Kasi uh, para sa akin, sobrang worth it nung dagdagbayan for uh, reliable talaga and big HMO. So this is me uh, telling my clients na, hey, don't actually get uh, those combined packages for health insurance and Investment. HMO. Because uh-huh. it's it's really a hard thing. So, I would suggest that always have separate a separate HMO. Let that HMO H- take care of your HMO issues. HMO. Oh. So and then let the health insurance take care of the health insurance issues. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's a hard thing to actually when you're in the hospital. <coughs> when you're in the hospital and they hey, then 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 they say hey, uh, you're not you're not covered. And etc. So. May, may sakit ka na nga pero mahirap mahirap pa makaklaim mahirap pa makover yung sakit mo so doble pa sa sakit na nararamdaman yung claim actually oh. totoo especially kung mag-isa ka sa metro if you don't have like a spouse with you or a sibling with you or a parent with you at home and you get sick and you have an HMO na sobrang hirap i-claim ang ano um, sobrang hirap talaga so yun um Going back to the question on, kasi nabagit na ni Jaden yung health, uh, HMO, no, ang, ang pinakauna, uh, and then the emergency funds, which is 3 to 6 months. Una si emergency fund? Uh, emergency fund pala una, tapos HMO, tapos... Is yung, that structured though? Like parang, does everybody know that? Yun yung tanong. Well, it's not, it's, uh, it's not really a structure. It's more of the most pr- practical coming approach. from experience. Yun yung maganda na ano eh. Okay. Maganda mm-hmm. na start off. Kasi, emergency fund gives you a lot of, ano eh, natanggal yung burden mo na, what if Lee this way. happens? May uh-huh. leeway ka eh. Kung biglang magka-problema sa kumpanya, mm-hmm. pwede kang mag-resign. Pwede kang mag-hanap uh, na ibang trabaho without worrying na may sasawarin ka ba in the next two months, three months. So, may leeway ka. Hindi ka matali. So, a lot of, a lot of uh, young, young professionals out there tali sila sa work eh, hindi sila, makapag, hindi sila makaalis kasi they have to secure somewhere na may malilipatan sila yeah. before uh-huh. they could actually resign. That, that makes sense. That makes so, sense. or, or any, any troubles in life. For example, uh, nagkaroon, nagkaroon ng aberya sa, or nawalan na ka ng cellphone, which cellphone is a very important thing for, for working today. So, kaya mong bumili ng bagong cellphone o nasa ko finger because may emergency fund ka. Diba? And even for those who want to apply for scholarships as well, um, kasi there are scholarships that the the process, a lot of people want to focus on the process of applying for international scholarships. So you actually have the the, the comfort of ano, <laughs> focusing on your application for three to six months because you have that emergency fund. But makes sense. Yeah. So, yun. So, emergency fund and then HMO. Pagdating naman sa investment, actually, even for insurance, it's better to get also earlier because you can, your your premium is also lower. And, syempre, mas malaki yung makukuha mo. Um, when, say, for example, you, ako, I, I am focusing right now on investing for retirement, no? Kasi gusto ko, pag nag-retire ako, ano, very millionaire. <laughs> Parang, yun yung sabi ko kay Jaytan when I got my, ano. So, you got um, a plan? Yes. And, ano talaga siya, pang-retirement talaga, yung may tipong pang-cruise ka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> retirement. And then, the other one is, uh, actually, um, I would advise if you can already, if kaya, if kaya talaga, is, is to also get a loan. Uh, so again, you you have to think about this as well. To you get a loan, because for example, I got a loan at twenty two, and I still got the thirty years to pay. Kaya mas loan maliit. for what? Sa condo. Mm, okay. So mas maliit yung binabayaran ko. Pero ngayon at thirty years old, if I get if I get a loan, hindi na ako papayagan ng max na thirty. 
uh, malaki ang possibility na hindi na ako payagan for the 30 years. So, siguro 20 years. Mm-hmm. So, it means that mas malaki yung babayaran monthly. So, yun lang. Um, some things to to think about. Kaya din parang hindi ko rin masasabi that I regret investing in a condo back then. Because the terms were easier for you. Mm-mm, the term and um, parang as you grow older, kasi it will become easier as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I think one of the yung 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 nangyari yata was I was in CDO with one of my friends, and then sabi nila they were paying for their their house and lot for nine hundred pesos a month, mm-hmm. kasi they got it very young pa yung mom yung mom nila. So, towards the end na sila ng 30-year period and they don't feel anymore yung 900 pesos na binabayaran. Wow, that's nice. Oo. So, I think I, I think yun yung pinaka-ano. Kaya, nag, nag-decide ako to to get one. Cool. But then again, uh, just to make, just to, ano, word of caution then, before you get a condo, you have to make sure yung, to be aware of all the other expenses that you're, you're actually yeah, yeah. getting into. Because, The, the monthly amortization na nakalagay sa sa promotion ng condominium is just a tip of the iceberg. Yeah, you have there's, to. There's a lot of things that you have to spend for. Mm-hmm. So, there's the miscellaneous fees, there, there are the taxes, documentary fees, yeah. uh, association dues, and of course, when you're already in the condo, uh, Dami pa. tumataas din ang utilities, mm-hmm. uh, gusto mo ring magpalagay ng mga furniture and all those stuff. So, yun. So, just make sure na alam mo yung pinapasukan mo. And yeah. also, uh, it's better to actually talk to someone na dumaan na sa ganun na experience mm-hmm. para mas aware tayo sa pinapasukan natin. Yeah. Actually, to share, when I got my first condo, my agent actually forged my signature. So, malapit pa kaming Oh, I remember Magka- that. Magka-demandahan. That's why nakitira yeah, ako sa iyo kasi that. wala akong matirahan. Yeah, oo. Because that happened. Because so, you were homeless because they couldn't release <laughs> the condo, your condo, kasi may May problema forgery. sa docs. Yeah, yeah. oo. Ano ba yan? And so yun, parang for those of you listeners who are actually considering investing, you can actually talk to me. <laughs> I'll gladly share my experience para hindi nyo rin siya ma-experience. So, like what Jayton said, Uh, don't rely much on say, sabihin nila 4,000 per month lang to get your own condo. That's probably a pre pre-selling. So, ibig sabihin, hindi ka makakatira doon. Yeah. And also, say, for example, And also, baka the location might be somewhere very <laughs> iffy. Yeah. And also, be careful of the balloon payments, ha? Say, for, usually, kasi, uh, the first 20%, which is the down, you can pay it ng installment. But, kasama doon, uh, right before you get the loan for the 80%, there's a balloon payment for the documentation, etc. So, how much yan, usually? Um, it actually, re- usually, nag-100,000 siya. And that's just a requirement for the loan. Uh, so, iba pa ang loan. So, just be careful lang. Uh, yun, um, ang advice talaga namin ni Jason is, kasi madaling sabihin you read the fine print, eh. Mm. Pero, <laughs> hindi niya siya madaling gawin, especially if you're not familiar with the jargons and, and the doc- documents, ganyan. So, talk to someone you trust na who, who went through the same experience. Yeah. I mean, kasi obviously, it's it's a lot easier if you have parents who can give you like the start, start mm-hmm. up money to pay for the condo. But if you're on your own, mm-hmm. then you might be setting yourself up for a lot of failures They're or mistakes. Mm. Hence, takot ako. <laughs> Hence, thank you for that. I will now not, I will I'll just live the rest of my life renting kasi ayaw kong isipin niya. <laughs> well, there's also that, no? There's also the the people who are advocating for, you can just rent for the rest of your life and you'll actually save and invest mm-hmm. more money for the rest of your life. So, uh, that's another thing that you could also consider that, hey, you can actually just rent for the rest of your life and then actually live more comfortably and you can actually invest and save more when you just rent and then uh pero iba pa rin iba pa rin though we have to also like agree na or not agree filipino but like, culture iba pa rin not, not just not even filipino culture the idea of um 
that, 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 the achievement of ownership. Maybe yeah. um, like what does what does achievement or what does success mean to you? For a lot of people, that would mean having your own property. Yes. Or having I, something yeah. to your name. So a lot of people, and I think that kind of that that's a good goal to have. But a lot of people also feel pressure. Like sometimes I feel the pressure. Like mm-hmm. I I feel the pressure of already having something to having a a condo to my name or maybe even like yeah those things. And, and it makes you do or it makes you jump the gun. Tama bang term? Jump the gun. Anyway, I'll Google ko yan. Um, but yeah, yun. And I think the same, the same issue with buying a car. So yeah, I, a car condo, yun talaga. Isa sa mga gustong bilhin agad ng mga young professionals or actually... Especially lalaki. Uh, hindi talaga bilhin, pero kumuha oh, ng, ng car. kotse. Kasi super mura lang eh. For example, uh, you can get a car out... Uh, you can get a car 40. for... For what? Uh, 2,000 pesos? Oh, Just sign the documents and Wait, then... Wait, 2,000 pesos per month? 2,000. Initial, initial cash out. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Then, yeah, so may mga ganong mga schemes. No, pero yung mga yan, those are the repossessed cars, right? Hindi, Hindi. mga brand new cars. May mga, may mga promos na ganon. Ah, so, okay. So, but of course, uh, example, and later... But uh, syempre, those, those things will entice you, but when you read the fine print, that's oh. when you know that you have to pay, like, say, twenty to 30,000 mm-hmm. a month. Oh, pero yung pinakamura naman na car na makakuha mo siguro is uh, 6,000 per month. And that's a Vios? Depende, depende. Uh, <laughs> a mga... 2,000 to Vios? Yung mga Eon. Anong tawag doon? Hatchback. Hatchback. so The little cars. The small cars, yeah. Little talaga. <laughs> so yun, yeah, yeah, maingganyo ka talagang kumuha agad. But the reality of it is, syempre, May mga other costs na kasama yon. So, again, the same thing with pagkuha ng condo. Make sure na may nakausap ka na tao na yeah. dumaan na sa ganun. To understand the other costs that you'll, you'll be getting into. For example, maintenance costs. Kaya mo ba yung maintenance costs? Uh, magkano ba talaga yung total na amortization? Kasi, uh, remember this. Pag, pag nabangga, So, may insurance ka pang babayaran, car insurance. Uh, sure, libre yung first year mo usually. Pero, yeah. make sure na, ano, may pambayad ka for the second year of insurance. Kasi, Anong mahal niya? Anong mahal ng car insurance? Well, technically, hindi naman. Kasi, like, for example, nasa around 15 to 16,000 for a regular car. Per month? Ah, per year? Per year. Oh, so, that that insures the whole car. So, kung pag ma, hmm. ma- total wreck yung car, pay the participation fee, and you'll get a new car. Yeah. So, yun talaga yung purpose na insurance. Pero mabigat din yun kasi, for example, you pay pa for an HMO na 15,000. <laughs> Pag nag-add up na lahat. Yeah. Ta- tapos may, may maintenance maintenance ka pa sa kotse. Oh. So every every 5,000, 10,000, etc. kilometers, depending pa sa car brand mo, mm-hmm. kailangan mo magpa-maintenance. Maintenance. Change oil ka, lahat-lahat. Kapag masira yung mga filters mo, maputol yung clutch, etc. <laughs> Gastos. So, yun yung isa sa mga kailangan nyo isipin. And that's why also, an emergency fund will also be necessary, especially if you own a car. Hmm. Pero, ano, um, going back to the question on owning a property and the satisfaction that you get from uh, yung mga investments, I think Jaytan also reminds me of this. It's actually a case-to-case basis as well, depending on what what things you find great value of yes. um, as a person. Kasi say for example ako, malaking bagay sa akin ang bahay because I experienced being homeless <laughs> and just ano, living sa living room ni Gio <laughs> for some time. So, kaya malaking bagay siya sa akin. Um, and a car is not important to me. That's that's something that I know. Um, for other people, it might be different and it's okay. Yeah. So, it really depends lang kung ano yung binavalue mo, ano yung malaking value na maibibigay sa life mo. And at the same time, yung happiness that it brings you as a person. Dahil nga iba-iba rin tayo ng goals mm. in life. Yeah. 
and I and I watched a um a Wong Fu video like they were mm-hmm. very Wong Fu is really iconic when it comes to like creating content that resonates with a lot of twenty year olds or it's people a YouTube channel. yeah where people um people going through like the transitioning from childhood to early twenties to adulthood mm-hmm. and parang one of my favorite favorite videos of them is um how to become an adult or something how to um about adulting and um one of the actors there like he really said a line that's uh, he he said uh he he said something that really stuck with me like um being an adult doesn't really mean all the material things but being an adult means taking control of your life mm-hmm. so not letting your parents decide for you anymore also not having your parents save you anymore like when you get into trouble like not relying on your parents it's uh, you taking control of your life and that word control that idea of control is still very subjective mm-hmm. control means um different things for different people and it whether it means buying your own condo buying a car or buying um yeah getting health insurance life insurance or even getting a a funeral or if you have a plan that's something that we have to think about din oh, oh, ang, ang mahal kaya. life and death ang mahal oh kaya ang mamatay. um pero we're towards the end of our ano, na, episode so I guess uh, it would be also good to talk about what our financial goals right now um, is or are, and kung meron ba tayong financial systems in place. And did it say uh, and uh, during especially during the pandemic did it change? Yeah, yeah, true. And so would you like to start? Um, financial goals, financial goals right now, um, because of obvious because like I what I mentioned uh, in the, my the first episode, nakaroon ng overhaul yung life ko this year. So I think really for me right now, and I'm, I don't think I'm ashamed to say that my financial goal right now is still just to keep my bal- keep everything balanced and to keep myself from going under, especially with having no funds. Mm-hmm. So uh, my goal right now is really to save para bumawi and I'll think about the rest later. Yeah. I'll, I'll think about the rest later talaga because right now it's really about um, rebuilding rebuilding my funds um and now that i think obviously like um i i i think i'm earning more now <laughs> so um it's more of re realigning and replanning replanning is that even a word basta yung parang yeah. uh changing course na siguro changing the direction of where i want to be in the next year but that will not happen yet until I can really say for myself that I am um, I am not in the red anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the red. So whether it means, wala pa, I don't want to think about getting a condo yet. I don't wanna even want to think about getting that Dyson vacuum yet. But <laughs> and, <pero> yeah, <laughs> in terms of financial systems in place, yeah, I'm happy that I still have my insurance. Although, um, did I... Inadit na ba natin yung health insurance ko? I'm talking to Jayden right now. Hindi pa. Pero yeah, so I have insurance. I have my my mutual funds. I have. I nagad kana lang. Ha? Nagad kana sa MF. Sa MF ko, I still keep it pa. So, siguro next year na. Next. Hindi pa nagad. Hindi pa ko nagad. Sermon. Kaya sermon yaki na yun. Yeah, so. A friend. Yeah, okay. So yun. Um, it's about rebuilding right now, and I'm not really, I'm not really ashamed to to say that I need to rebuild my funds first before I actually make the big changes or the big plans yet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's just me, simple lang. Yeah, um, actually I would agree na rebuilding also, but it would it, my my number one goal is really to find a regular job already. Uh, just for context, when I was in my twenties, I think Jaytan also, parang we were okay with like, ako 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 lang pala. Uh, parang project-based work. Usually naman international projects. So, okay naman ng pay. Pero, at this point that we're starting to build a family, uh, malaking bagay na ang regular work for me. Na, and the benefits also that you get from your work. And, yung, alam mo yung per- medyo yung assurance na if ever a pandemic happens, <laughs> you won't be afraid to, ano, to lose your work. Nagganon ka-stable sana na, na job. And for the past years, it's been really hard actually financially. Kasi madaming pinagdaanan from the wedding to getting a condo to uh, uh, a very scary health 
uh, a health scare. Health scare, a very very scary health scare. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, na deplete talaga yung yung funds and uh, same with Geo, really rebuilding. So before I had a sixty thousand na three month emergency fund. Sorry. So ngayon actually, ngayon, ngayon actually wala wala talaga. So um I right now ang target ko is that financial freedom which according to my calendar and I I use I use Google Sheet to monitor all my expenses and income. Uh hopefully by by June of next year I will have that financial freedom. And my happiness goal is to get that Dyson vacuum in cash uh by next year but that's also because i keep on cleaning so i feel like it will be an added uh, a big added back siguro kahit hindi hindi dyson kahit a cheaper one that can help me clean faster yon yeah for me ah uh, syempre uh, mag-asawa kami ni Eunice so it's really more about rebuilding right now uh well the investments i've made at a young age they're still intact Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's the value of uh, really starting at a young age. And they would really help you a lot when the worst comes to worst. So, Push comes so, to ano talaga. So, may, may ano pa, may safety net, the, the last safety net in case everything goes goes south. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's, it's really more of uh, really rebuilding that uh, emergency funds, really working out new investments and hopefully the other existing investments will prosper in the coming years because uh syempre medyo tagilid the economy right now so in medyo maliit yung value ng mga ibang investments yeah. <laughs> so yeah so hopefully financial goals would be more of uh more surplus uh money in the coming months so that I could uh, feel freer <laughs> and, and not really uh, feel tied to, to a lot of things. Yeah, but on top of that, uh, we are also planning to have some funds for our travel when yeah, all these are, is over. So we plan to also invest in experiences and travel uh, in new countries, etc. Because I think isa sa pinaka-sulit na panggagastusan nyo is really uh, travel activities and experience with your loved ones. I mean, some people, no? Grabe. Like, they travel. They, I'm not sure if they can afford to travel every month, but, like, they do, they scrimp on a lot of things because a lot of a lot of the money goes to the travel fund. Parang ganun, Medyo grabe, ganun no? yata kami nung 20s. Yeah. We, we really spend for travel. Right now, we try to travel abroad with our family. Uh, well, ako, kami ni Nika, um, once a year. Uh, because my parents, syempre, they're growing old na. And oh. alam naman natin na abroad, you walk a lot. So, habang kaya pa nila, we want them to experience the world outside of Basilan, where they're actually based right now. And yun yung small dream, small goal per year for my parents. That's cute. Mm-mm. So, yon. I think that that's the end of our podcast. Uh, we hope that you learned some things from us. And again, if you need to talk to one of us based on what we share, yeah, just not me. <laughs> uh, just just send us a message. Because malaking bagay yung mga nakwento namin ni Jayta na getting a financial advisor that that actually knows uh, the antawag jan the the system, the in and, the, uh, in and out. Across the spectrum uh, yeah. ng, ng mga choices that and options that you actually have. And also talking to someone who already experienced getting that one thing that you really want to invest on. True. And learning from their experience. So yon at the end of the day, we're all growing older. <laughs> and, you know, finances will be a bigger issue in life or component in life and what and the financial freedom will really free you up sabi nga ni Jaytan uh, to more opportunities and more freedom and actually it also translates to wellness your wellness no uh, especially ngayong pandemic 
And siguro masasabi ko lang is ano, hang in there. Like just because you hear people talking about their finances or you t- you hear people in the podcast talking about like like tips and tricks, that doesn't mean that they have everything figured out din. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like um the system is not perfect. We're just talking from experience or the lack thereof. So don't assume that we're experts mm-hmm. or we're experts. But like yeah, um we we just uh, like especially si Jayton and Eunice, they um we've gone through some shit and we know um a thing or two about the importance of uh having having a solid fund, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Uh just hang in there. Uh we'll survive this together. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah, so if you're if you're still if you're thirty already and haven't started your investment, I think it's a good time to start right now. Slide into his DMs. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's it for our fourth episode. Congratulations, yeah, episode guys. four. Yay. Okay, so guys, bye-bye. bye bye. Bye guys, thank you.